0: Berwick BMW
1: offers convenient servicing for your BMW with next-day availability and multiple transportation options.
2: The Run Home with Andy and Gazy.
0: He's sensitive at the moment. I know. There's something going on. I know, he, there's something he's... going on in his life. Well, I, I don't know about that. but he's, uh... No, I think I know what it is. What is it? I think he might have read the article the other day about the top 20 Australian basketballers to have played in the NBA. What, well, he didn't get in that? He didn't get in the top 50. Bull dust. He didn't get in the top 50. Oh, that might be it. I think that might be it. Well, that's a that's a national He's disgrace. been a great basketballer that's for Australia, That's a disgrace, right? whoever said that. No, he's
2: been a great Australian basketballer, but I think the fact that he dropped out of the top 50. <laughs> Is that even a thing? Uh, g'day everybody, welcome to the show. I must say, on behalf, I, I speak. I think I speak on behalf of many of us now. Yes, that uh, who have been caught in the crosshairs, uh, in the crossfire, I should say, mm. uh, between you and well, it was you and Gary last week, and now it's you and Tim Andrew Gays. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I think a lot of I us are feeling slightly uncomfortable that we we well, on a daily basis seem to be caught up in all of this. I know
3: it's a, it's an ongoing. Uh, to and fro,
2: but... Uh, well, you're going to be the bigger man, aren't you? Is that what's going to happen now? Are no, you, are well... Are just going to draw a line <laughs> underneath this? Because I don't want it to go so far that you say well, something he's gone, that... Well,
3: he's gone Donald Trump on me, because not that there's any ego whatsoever, but I have just gone through Google and every report ever. I don't know of what he's referring to in regards to what he said, but what has About happened... About the top 50 players. Yes, I couldn't the find Top that. 50
2: Australians to play in America. Is that what you was? You're, well, that's what he said. And you're not—you're well, not in the top fifty. I don't
3: know. I You've don't know. You've dropped out, according to, and which. that'd be that'd be probably appropriate. I would have thought
2: you would be. No, you don't think that at all. I do. No, my no, my, my no, time don't. in the NBA was no. virtually irrelevant know, and non-existent. But, no, but no, but you don't mean that. So don't. No, become, I do. Don't chuck on the faux humility. I'm not. not. I'm not. I'm very pragmatic
3: when it comes to these things. In other forums, there might be a little bit more <laughs> weight, but. In that particular uh, uh, forum, <laughs> I have no problem. But, no, what what has happened through this, I feel like that Gary and I have bonded, although I'm just not sure whether <laughs> – you know how he says the thing and you're just not sure whether he's with you or just saying he's with you. But, uh, no, he is um, – we've communicated, fellow, like there's been a bond there. And um, you... suffice to say, Andy, mm-hmm. that um, we all know that that um, Tim oh, no. has got some – or He's got some power and authority okay. and apparently, I don't know, there, there, there might be some things going on that, that apparently we be revealed at some stage, but I've been asked to very politely just, that's it. Can't can't, let's just put a line through it. What are you
2: talking about? Well,
3: the fact that he went all Donald Trump on us and just making stuff up. And I think there's some other issues that, wow. that are there. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so he just, so he, so I've been asked. Who
2: bought?
3: Well, from he's. H- what, Hutchie? Let's just, I don't want to go Has into
2: Has got at you?
3: Let's just move on. Oh. I'm very close with. With both those guys, they're right. fine, fine broadcasters, and we're just happy to be part of the all one, the, the one family. Were you
2: disappointed? Let me ask you one question: mm-hmm. Were you slightly disappointed mm-hmm. that they uh, <laughs> they buried their response to you at ten past six in the morning? I was disgusted. Right.
3: That's the first thing I said. I said, if they're going to have a crack, unless I'm in sort of even on this outskirts of prime time, then it's really what we're we wasting our time for. Because let's be honest about. About uh, 70 yeah, times more yeah. people heard just the the uh, <laughs> what was just played then what was on at oh, five past six in the morning. So if they're not going to give you the respect oh, that it deserves, oh, yeah, fair enough. then no, we just need to move on. Oh, but it, no, It's been a tough one. It's been very fun. And, I, and like I said, I have bonded uh, with, uh, um, with through Gary through this. Yeah, but cool. I just don't know because no. it's come through on the text message
2: and I just don't know how sincere he is. No, I think if he's prepared, my no. understanding of Gary is yes. if he's prepared to take the time right. to send you a text message, then it's sincere.
3: <laughs> no, he was very honest in his appraisal of the, the situation. All right, no, so, well,
2: we'll leave uh, it there. And shall uh, we? we move on. Right up. Good. We've got a big show today, too. Melbourne store membership. Day Christian Welsh going to join us. Mike Moroni's going to join us as we build up to the all star mile. <laughs> Sandy Jamison. Now, I don't know how many people have been aware of this, but there's been a real fight on. Uh, there's, there's actually a lot of pressure on uh, public golf courses in Australia. There has the more parks under real threat. To, the, the is whole, it real threat, Andy? No, it's real threat. Keith. Really, you know, they want they want to clip it from an 18 hole. It does about 90,000 rounds a year. It's actually a tourist wow. attraction. A lot of people from overseas come to Sydney to play as part of their stopover in Sydney. They go, let's go and play more park. Public Can't course, believe is there's it? a great public course like that right. in the middle of the city okay. in Centennial Park. Or and. So, Is that the one as you're coming out of the airport? Up the Eastern Distributor. Yeah, just on the right up there. Up there, on the Eastern Is Distributor. It? Looks like a There's fine. only two roads in Sydney, Parramatta mm. Road and the Eastern Distributor. Mm. Mm. Yeah, what you, that's what well, you're doing. Well, not going.
3: Na- now, because they've got all the the, old, the new tunnels and the freeways that yeah, have but been completed. That's so, true. So, uh, Parramatta Road. <laughs> I lived right there, Andy. <laughs> Nightmare. Oh,
2: my no, no, don't it's stuck on Parramatta Road. Um, so... No, no, it's under threat. They want to turn it into – they want they want to reclaim mm. half of that golf course. You know what? You know what they want to turn it into? Car parking. That's what, what they want. Car parking. That can't be an environmental improvement. It can't be. So, no. How about you – if there's too many cars mm. in the city, how about you address the issue and get some meaningful uh, public transport going right. rather than taking away an iconic mm. – anyway, it, it's more sim- symptomatic of the pressure – that public golf, public golf is under in Australia. And uh, there was a real chance prior to last night's vote uh, at the Monash Council that uh, the Oakley Golf Club uh, golf course was going to be shut down and turned into parkland. And Sandy Jamison, who is a uh, champion mm-hmm. of golf, uh, not a top-end golf, mm-hmm. not private club golf, uh, just a champion of golf. He's one club uh, golf um, design has opened the game up to millions, many, many people. And That's where you change the loft. That's one club. You play golf with
3: one club. Yeah, but you change the loft. You can change the loft as you're going around. Uh, yeah, I think you do. You I, do that. That's what you do. I think do it. it's the, yep. the club, yep. and yep. then yep. you go down. Yep. Okay, I've got to yep. yeah, yeah, we've you, got
2: a putt now. I've got to get a bit correct. more loft on it. Yep. Uh, so he's had a big win last night. So, so Jammer, Sandy's going to join us on the way through. Obviously, your calls from last night, observations. Everyone's mm-hmm. had a chance to have a yak about it. You might not have been able to get to the phone right now, but what do you take away from... Yeah, this is the week where the serious hitouts are done. We get to see these teams something like what they're going to be going into opening round or round one. Uh, what did you take away from last night's game? So, well, Andy, just on go that, to Justin's one in water. Wants to, that, one on.
3: of the things that stuck out to me, and I mentioned this to you very briefly in our uh, pre-show chat. I don't know whether it's because of the they've been out in the sun and they've got they've got decent suntans or whatever, but to me. The body shape, we know it's been changing, but they look so much smaller, thinner. Leaner. Leaner, that's Leaner. the right word. Leaner. Leaner. Now, yeah, we man. know how much of an athletic contest and the way the game has changed, but you don't have to go back too far when you go, you look at someone and you think, gee, they've been in the gym in the yeah. offseason. Look at it, look at that, the cut. Yep. They're just, the muscles are bulging. Nowadays, it's just. <laughs> Like some of them have had tattoos in the past and you see the change in their arms and they're starting to hang on a second. I can't quite tell what that was because they've lost the
2: the mass, the mass. Oh. Uh, no, it is. It is. They are getting leaner. That is the one thing that you do notice uh, mm. about uh, about the modern day football. There's no question about that. Uh, so what, they fit. They, they look fit. fit. No, and they just run. It's a running game. It's Crazy it's, how much running they no, do. Madness. Absolutely madness. Mm. Uh, Justin's in Wandon. Uh, wants to have a chat to you. Good I, afternoon, Justin. Jay-Z
4: and
0: Andy. How are you, boys? Good. We're flying along. Hey, good. Here on the afternoon
2: show, we deal in facts. Is that
3: right? Well, That's 100%. We, well, most of no, we the time. It. No, we do it. Sometimes yeah. we might exaggerate Crazy. a little bit. Yes. Crazy. Well, sometimes, but mm. no, when it's important. Yep. We've we'll got a couple
1: of questions for you,
3: Gazey. Please. Are you in the Australian Basketball Hall of Fame? I am fortunate enough to be in there. It's fantastic. Are you in, Feel are you in the FIBA? Are you in the FIBA Hall of Fame? Oh. I'm not sure about this, but... I am, I am. Along also, along also with uh, Linz, my dad. Ah, One of the great honours. Of stuff. the uh, Gaze family. Thank you very much. No, no, no Casey. One, one, more question,
0: Gazy. One <laughs> yes, more question. Yes. Is free line in, in any
2: equivalent law of the claim to The um, to his chosen. I, okay, no, it's only no, it's only a matter of time. But we don't want to go there, no, no, we no, he's not. But we don't want to go there just yet. I, Justin, G- Gary, and uh, Gazy have got a good relationship. It's not. only I don't think the problems with Gary no. at the moment. It seems to be with the other bloke. <laughs> the other bloke who <laughs> you work with
3: oh, for fifteen years.
2: Well, oh, you're the one who said don't mention his name. I did not. Don't you're you? the one who said I don't want his name mentioned on the show today. <laughs> I did not. Tim and I have a, a great affinity for each I other. I think Justin's point is well made. When it comes to um, you know elite level recognition and credibility, there is no uh, small serve that has come your way over the journey. I've been your very great, Your greatness has been recognised. Oh, shut up. In the hot. I appreciate it, but come on. It It has been. I'm just stating the obvious. I know,
3: but that's we're just having a bit of
2: fun. Our great mate, Brett's in Snorbins. Snorbins. Brett, how are you, Shags? Yeah, good, man. Uh, Shag nuts, you are right? A bit of bad luck for uh, young Georgie Wardlaw. He's rolled his ankle. Uh, Oh, what is it? Low grade stroke. Yeah, no. But it's nice. just, right. We just want to stop better, hearing better than tearing a hammy shags. Better than no, no, than that's than a, a very good a point. Safer. I just don't want. I want to go through four years, starting from from this day forth, where G Wardlaw uh, and injury news are, are distant relatives. In fact, they are not in the same conversation. Please. Yeah, right.
5: Cheers. Don't jinx it. Uh, uh, forget forget the preseason garbage and John Ralphs. Top seven possum wearers in the AFL. Gazy, the real stuff starts tonight, brother. Before <laughs> the end of the show, I want to preview, an in-depth preview of here. these two massive games. Yeah. Fair dinkum. I've got two Roxas, but before I get to that, I think Coach Mahmoud Abdul-Fatar yes. been harshly judged. Yes. Cooks, Walton Jr., yep. Simon, DJ Vasilievich, and Suarez, that's five-star players gone. Try that- making that up. In one preseason, it's fair dick, and In a really difficult, difficult transitioning period, I reckon he's done a reasonable job. Now, before we get to, that, I want to get to my rockers because I know you'll go on about it. First one is Julian the <laughs> Yesterday, yesterday you guys smashed him, you hammered him. So what did I do last night? I tuned into the coverage, listening to, you know, it was a bit of a mundane game, and all of a sudden, big brownie just comes out of nowhere and says, oh, yeah, Jamie Allen he plays like a tall. He he's not a small at all. You blokes were hammering all we are yesterday. No. He said the exact same thing. Yeah, no, he, he did. No, he no, did. No, hang no, hang no. on. <laughs> hang on. Before you before you can report, I just want to give one more rocks and then a quick pox. The one rocks yes. is Justin Pippen. Fantastic news! I don't know if it's going to come to fruition, Gazi, But the more close wow. connections, mm-hmm. ties, and bonds that we can make with these former stars, mm-hmm. with you know J- Justin Tatum in the NBA, in the NBL now, yes, and you know the talk of LeBron Junior, Bronny Junior. I think that's fantastic for the future. And the last, the pox, is you on Saturday. You were huh. terrible in your shooting, Gazy. I heard. What happened? You're Thomas? joking.
3: I come in. And I won the one that was the serious one. That was the free throw, as uh, well, many you can make in a minute. Absolutely eviscerated the opponents. Uh, but um, but then in the other one, the team ball, yeah, I, I got stuck on one spot. The wind just blew up and just oh. couldn't nail it. But, oh, is uh, that right. Yeah, it was. Right.
2: Okay. So you are blaming the wind, eh? Well, it's outdoors. You're blaming the wind, eh? Well, wind,
3: Windy. Well, it did cause me some
2: Go <laughs> okay, uh, no, there's a lot to look forward to tonight, and we will get some. Uh, we will put some time. Well, can I? No, we're going to not now. It's 16 past three. There's well, two more. Just days. ask me about the Sydney well, Kings. We're going to do that later on. So stay tuned. We're not going to do it right now. We've, you've got 10 minutes at least. You want to talk about that? And if you do that, you'll crash into the okay. news. All right, then. Dave's in Melton. Good afternoon to you, David. Son.
4: Good day, boys. How you doing? Um, hey, Daisy? Yes, Dave. I was
2: watching the game last
5: night, and you know who was most under pressure last night? Who? Gary Lyons' belt
3: buckle. Oh, I don't uh, know if you've seen is. him
5: standing up doing interviews, oh, no. but he was holding back with that Vin Diesel shirt, the oh. triple X.
2: Uh he was in no, – no, I've got to disagree with you, Dave. I reckon he's in uh, – I actually think he's, he's in, in career, solid form. career best form, really. I think he looks i tell you who has – well.
3: He looks magnificent.
2: Jonathan Brown looked – Lean.
3: Very lean. Oh, yes. Like he he's ready to run out in the park. Right. Right. He looked
2: um, very sharp, but no, I Don't think all the boys off, <laughs> have come come back in uh, in no, full Gary's, form. Gary's in Goodnick at the moment. I can't have that. I can't have that, mm. can't have that uh, Dave. Uh, Excellent in, start, thank you, Madsey and Asket Vale. Uh, yeah, fo- Sam Pow Pepper. The news has dropped. You've heard all about that, no doubt. Good afternoon to you, Matthew. Hey guys,
0: Madsie. Glad you worked it out with Casper, but yeah, just keep an eye out for Tim.
3: Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, we, we've got a long we've got a long term. Connection that you know we just, we just, just we we're fearing a few, a few issues, but that's okay. Mm. Fire away, Penny.
0: A couple of quick, yeah, couple of quick things. First one, Pal Pepper. Now he should be able to serve at least one week in the practice match because mm. it's a bit ridiculous that he may be able to play a practice match, get reported again. It's going to be like draw four in Uno. Just <laughs> keep well, on top of he these. surely <laughs> wouldn't be that silly, would he?
2: He wouldn't be that silly. <laughs>
0: Uh, it could, it's an accident, right? It's an accident. And, yeah, so that's one thing. The other thing is, I think the Matildas are playing tonight, are they? They yes. are, my
2: word. Yes.
0: So, uh, good luck to them. I really do hope they win, particularly because there's someone in our area who's absolutely in love with Mary Fowler and writes, I mean, in in these days, actually, writes all over the bike path Chalk. I love Mary Fowler. Mary Fowler's amazing. I have no idea who it is, but I'd be a bit... Concerned if they lost, what well, they might
2: come well, out. Well, she she's she's cap- she's one of those ones that might capture the heart of a nation, uh, Mary Fowler. If she hasn't already, so I can understand why there's someone in your neighbourhood uh, who is uh, expressing their love for Mary Fowler on a uh, on a weekly basis, or certainly a semi-regular. She's a superstar.
3: She's magnificent. You don't even have to know a lot about the game. You know, she's one she's of baby those too. She's only just rare 21. athletes. Yeah. When you watch her play, yeah. But you don't even know. have to know anything about the game. You go, there's something special yep. about the way she goes no,
2: about no. it. No, no. Uh, she is quite uh, quite the player. Hey, don't forget, it's only one Wednesday. Thanks to Golf Box, Australia's greatest golf superstore. Golf's best brands and biggest range. Shop at golfbox.com.au. You've got $150 Golf Box voucher to give away today. I thanks do. to Golf I'm box. looking
3: forward to it. That's off the temper text
2: machine, Correct. isn't it? Yep. So, uh, so can you park a few? Rather than just get to the end of the show... And then say, Julio, pluck one. Can you just oh, park I a few? Can you just park a few good ones on the way through Of for course us? I Thank will. Thank you very much. That'd be lovely. Uh it is Tradies hour for ace gutters, Australia made built to last. We're here <laughs> for Beric BMW. Committed to standing out from the crowd. Jump into your next mini at Beric well, uh, mini can I just... garage. Julio's jumping in next to mm. tell us what uh, was revealed in the sand and... power pepper our uh, tribunal case uh, earlier on today. And I
3: love the temper family getting around me, but just thank you very much. But let's just move on. Eh?
2: 25 past three, Julio. It took a while, but we finally got <laughs> there. Yes. It took a long
6: time. 90-minute deliberation and over three hours uh, for the first tribunal hearing of 2024. If you haven't caught up on the news, uh, Sam Palpepper suspended for four matches uh, for his uh, hit on Mark Keane for the Crows. It must be said he's recovered well, he's back at training, and, and obviously he'll sit out this weekend, but he's going okay. Interesting defence, and in fairness to Sam Palpepper, from the start, he put his hand up, spoke to the media, said he got it wrong, but then he went in today and said his sole intention was to tackle. <laughs> no one believes that, No, they? mate.
2: No, 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 no. Well,
6: no. No, hang on. What did he demonstrate that he was tackling? What, no, what no. action did he demonstrate what, that he thought he, about tackling?
3: No, what he was, what he, I believe he'd be saying is as he's going into that contest, he's thinking, well, how do I tackle? And then with the, the quick turn and the spin that's there, then... You know, things went horribly wrong from there. But his his initial attempt might have been to tackle. That's that's conceivable. I didn't see any proof that that was his. In- no, not not initial the, intent. the actual outcome. I agree with you. But you, you go into a certain situation, and it happens so quick, so quick mm-hmm. that you you take a different uh, approach. Um, so I can understand that if you're going into it, your intent is to tackle, but re- that's not what happened. I respectfully disagree. Uh, biomechanics... You don't think at any stage no, was... I don't. Oh.
6: Biomechanist Dr. Kate Shorter said Power Pepper's movements were in line with a tackle pattern rather than an election to bump, but uh, that didn't wash uh, with the panel. Now, interesting, I heard Jared Healy talking about this last night, saying, well... How can the Tribunal give uh, four weeks Mm. uh, to Sam Pell-Pepper when last year Jordan Degoe's hit on Elijah Hewitt, Mm -hmm. which he thinks was worse, uh, only got three? Now, the AFL did clarify this uh, a few weeks ago in an amendment to the tribunal rules, saying, in determining the classification of a reportable fence and sanction in the case of any charge, which is referred directly to the tribunal, the tribunal is not bound by any decision of the tribunal or MRO in a previous year and may reasonably exercise its its, its discretion to impose a different classification or sanction than imposed in previous years. Of course. Having regard to many things, including involving community standards. That's the one. And an increased focus on reducing instances instances of avoidable, forceful high contact and preventing injuries, including concussions. Mm. And that's basically what was said uh, in that's the not findings last night. In 2024, this is something that deserves a four-match suspension. It sends a message to the playing community about the standards expected of players to take the utmost care in any action that might
3: result in a collision with the head. Yeah. That's that's more so than reasonable. Standard After is you, set. Of course, you can't. From one year to the other, I, I, I understand you're going to make those comparisons, but if the circumstances change, mm-hmm. the rules change, variations. Of course, you're going to have some oh, right. anomalies
2: because yeah. of that. Mm. Well, that's right. I mean, and and what Sam Pepper, so what Sam Pepper did ten years ago wouldn't have been seen as gravely as it is now. No, so five, five years ago. Yeah, that's right. So Spot on. Him. So mm. we're, we're that's what we're moving through at the moment, mm. and um, I understand him wanting to say that you know my intention was to tackle, but just go just go back and have a look at the incident, and if you honestly believe at any stage the the body language or uh, yes, um, the action the action is that of a man who is preparing himself to tackle um Marquin. Well, you got a better imagination yes, than me. that's right. No, Keith, I agree. Keith he had no, if he wanted to tackle, he would have seen that R- mm. Keane was wrapped up in the Rioli tackle already. He would have propped. Yeah,
6: exactly. You he would have propped down. And you wait, down a bit.
2: And waited to see whether Keane broke the Rioli tackle generous, uh, before Mr. he would Ace. have prepared to tackle as a second tackling option. Mm. Uh, instead, he was no, drawn to the, con- the contest. And laid the bloke out. Mm. So, um, no, no. Oh, boys, there's no doubt that's
3: the outcome. I'm not disputing that. I, and just, start, I be- just
2: think... I just think if you're going to fall for the fact that I was, uh, I was, my intention was to tackle, you'll fall for anything. Well, and thankfully, the jury didn't fall. You'll oh, fall for and anything, mate. He got his mate.
6: four weeks. Had a bit of injury news out Wats- last night. Tim Watson's right. Jack, <laughs> something going on with you what? at the moment. Yeah, There's something going on. Jack Graham, <laughs> uh, he will miss three to five weeks with a quad strain. Last night said the same thing. Uh, boy, and Georgie can- Wardlaw, low-level ankle sprain, will sit out this week. Should be right. For How many weeks for the of campus. Jack
2: Graham? Did you say three to five? five. Gee, more, oh, in the last 45 yeah, seconds of the game. That's, that's real frustrating. Yeah. stinks. <laughs> nice. Well, we need a bit more love around us in this studio at the moment because there's a lot of people tapping into the fact that there is... Some simmering tension between none. two of the superstars of this radio station, you and Tim Watson. No, I'm not as. You've not both a been here since day one, and um, we don't need no, we're, we're... giants of SEM. Andy, you're trying to
3: throw a little bit of no, been, petrol I... onto the, where there's no fire. Well, mate. I hope there isn't. None whatsoever. All right, no worries. There's a bond that's unbreakable. Well, let's hope that's the truth. Although it, it did cop a little bit of a bruising. It was with some of the very stretched. hurtful comments that come my way. But. We're okay.
2: It's Melbourne Storm Membership Day. Get your 2024 membership with Melbourne Storm today. Visit melbournestorm.com.au or give them a call. 1-300-STORMS. That's not storm. It's storms, plural. Uh, get your Melbourne Storm Membership today and get ready for a huge season. Join today for four games for the price of two or eight games for the price of four. Outstanding. Visit melbournestorm.com.au or I'll repeat, give them a call. 1-300-STORMS. Are we one
3: of the favourites again? Are,
2: are we still hanging? Always. Are we in that, still that top echelon? When wouldn't we be?
3: Well, I don't know. I haven't sort of studied the, the pre season form. Always. Well, that has it's, been consistent over the past 20 odd years. Well, why
2: would, why would this season be any different?
3: Well, you know, all good things have to come on end. Don't, I'm just hopeful what, it's not going to happen.
2: Well, that is, a, that is a truism that I mm. think the Melbourne Storm would be uh, quite happy to buck.
3: Well, they've been bucking it for a long time.
2: Christian Welsh going to join us out at four o'clock. Uh, Brendan's in Hoppers Crossing. Uh, who's jumped? He's jumped on the uh, the open line. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. It is the tradies' hour for ace gutters. Australian may built to last far away. Brendan. Uh, good afternoon, Andy and Gazy. Just to want to let everyone
0: know that Anthony Kim, uh, a golfer who hasn't played since. May 2012. Oh. Now I remember him playing back then, and he had the world at his feet. He had he had the, he had a great game, and all of a sudden, just disappeared off the face of the earth. But he'll be back playing live golf. I think this weekend. He's not affiliated with any of the 13 teams, so he's basically just a nomad. But great to see him back. Um, I think golf needs him back and firing.
2: Uh, yeah. What was the issue with him, Andy? There was oh, well, some problems, it was all, wasn't it? Was all, it was all untold the issues with Anthony Kim. I mean, the PJ tour are very good at um, whether you want to use that term or not at uh, sweeping problems under the carpet. Let's 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 say, shall we? And Anthony Kim, I think, had mm. some uh, behavioural issues. Well, that,
3: he, he withdrew uh, from
2: the Wells Fargo
3: Championship twelve years ago. He mm. underwent surgery, uh, and he was 26 then. Then basically disappeared.
2: Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, he was a star of a Ryder Cup. I mean, he was a Ryder Cup star and precocious talent uh, and was spoken about in the, I mean, you know, as a rival to Tiger at, at the time. Seems like and, you're trying to say something without saying something. No, I, I don't honestly know. don't know no, what no, he's issue No No, I think there were there were all sorts of rumours about Anthony right. Kim, but they're all, to my knowledge, they're all rumours. So um, until somebody's prepared, until Anthony Kim or somebody else is prepared to do the yards and tell us what the problems were, but he did. He just dropped off the face of the earth and... Uh he does come back to live. They've clearly, you know, put an incredibly attractive offer in front of him this week. But Homer's
3: been incredibly attractive oh, well, given uh, that he's been out of the game for so long. Oh, well,
2: I mean I think he knows that he's a reasonably big marketing tool. Every, it's the, the promotion of him coming mm. back and playing is uh is pretty significant this week. I don't know how much they're paying him, but we know that Liv have got deep pockets, so um yeah, no, it's, it's he's playing in is it Jeddah? They're back this year. Yeah, but so, yeah. he's but he's been offered a one year deal with Liv, so I
3: guess it's a, a toe in the water stuff. Let's see what happens. Yeah. yeah.
2: Storm of fifth on the fifth line of betting behind the Panthers, Broncos, Rabbitohs, and Roosters. Kofi, there you
3: go. Okay. Panth well. we'll Penriff you down for four in a row. Penrith had gotta be. Although they dropped one to um in that uh, international challenge, what was it? Is it Please. who did
2: we? Uh, and what about this week's challenge against the Panthers, Dave? <laughs> oh. uh, well, they're clearly the team to beat, aren't they? And they are uh, sit to uh, all others. Lost a win
3: hmm. controversially. I didn't see, it, but I saw the highlights. We, Penrith were
2: robbed. Okay,
3: you didn't see it. No. Okay.
2: Andy's in Terrelgan, twenty-four minutes to four. Uh, Andrew, welcome on this uh, Wednesday afternoon.
5: Oh, thank you, Andy Gay How are you both today? Yeah,
2: uh, we're going yes. along magnificently, tip top, Andy.
5: Ah, uh, that's really good you here, boys.
2: Excellent. What do you got for us?
5: Uh, before my Chris, I'd like to say to you, Gay Yes. Before, on behalf of myself, I want to turn nation to you and Melinda and your family at the
2: best, ah, ever Beautiful. Thank Andy. you
3: very much. Beautiful, Andy. You're, you're a, you're a good man. man.
2: A lovely man. That's right. How's little Maeve going, by the way? Maeve is flying along. Lovely. Lovely. Haven't
3: seen a lot of her because I've had some few issues, just precautionary oh. uh, activities. I'm glad you treat Mave
2: a... with the respect that you tend uh, Well, only the, treat the, anyone else around The, you, the precautionary
3: anyway. measures were because of you, so let's oh, be okay. honest. Well,
2: you, you know, Generally, when you, you have the two lines, you stay away. But anyway, never mind. <laughs> that seems, just seems to be modern-day protocol, but anyway.
3: I don't have two lines, Andy.
2: no, no. I no. had two
3: lines on the weekend. No worries, mate. And I didn't even know it. I had it. But anyway, Andy, (laughs) let's not get into that. Andy, what have you got for us?
5: Okay, my question this afternoon is, name you both, your top five players of your AVA club since 2010.
2: Oh, boy. Top four players. Top top five five players from our our clubs. Uh, Well, there's one. CJ. Yeah, he's one. (laughs) He's one. Paddy Cripp. He's two. Um... I've, can I
3: Luke just, Hodge, um, uh, definitely be right up there. Buddy. Delicious. I'm going to go Cyril. Yeah, that's a good call. Cyril. Um, um, I need to really have a think oh, about We've got this. so many when, you win, when you're part of a <laughs> oh, dynasty. Not quite that not many. It's not my mob, my, my mob. Sicily, uh, more recently. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mitchell, why not? Uh,
2: Eddie Betts. Eddie Betts at my joint. Eduardo. Yeah. Um, uh, Jordan Lewis. You can't, let's doc, talk. Doc, doc, doc. Jordan the Lewis, very, very there, but, uh, worthy very to be in
3: that category from um, a Hawthorne's
2: fan point. I think you've got to respect what Mark Murphy gave to the footy club at Carlton, don't you? I think you've got to respect the man. Uh, I'm a big Carlton supporter. Just let me mm. take that under advisement. I've got three for you Judd Cripps bets, and uh, just let me. Oh, okay. No, Kate. Well, I'm going to put Kate Simpson in there, mm. just for longevity and durability. I'm putting Simo in. I'm respecting him. Come on, Blues! It's brought to the table. It just is so bad. Is that okay. really what it sounded like? That's what... Oh, you, my God. You're in the heat of the moment. No. Disgusting nonsense. No. <laughs> it's just not right. No, no, but you was uh, a Blues call, Andy. So I understand what it was, Keith, but it uh, doesn't need...
3: And we, we really don't <laughs> need to hear that to really appreciate... Your complete and total bias towards us. <laughs> <laughs> we already know that. What?
2: <laughs> Not good. I've got to come up with one more. Leave it. Leave it with me. I might do that a little bit later on for you, Annie. So uh, I've just got. Don't four. worry about mine. Then. Chad Gribbs, Betsy, All well, of you got? five? this is. I just reeled them off. Some... Going, who are they? Well,
3: so, you... I, I reeled off about six or seven. Oh, I
2: only want five, mate. Who are they? Well, I need to. F- I'll fine tune. Well, you want, oh, mate? You said don't worry about mine. I'm worrying, and then you haven't got them. I've already set them on oh, here. Give me your five. Give me I the can't five remember now. who I said, no.
3: <laughs> I know. Buddy was there. Cyril was there. Hodge, uh, Luke Hodge, of course. Yes. Uh, Sammy Mitchell was
2: getting was sort of in the conversation. You got to put, put James Mitchell of more recent You got to put time. Mitch Lewis in there. The way you've just completely. Oh, well, he's a, he's a watch
3: and see. He's a watch and see. But right. there's some really good potential there. There's no doubt Gee, about the that. The Hawks are going to be exciting.
2: <laughs> um, but um, we've got a lot. Gordon Lewis, did oh, I, I mention him? Yeah, he did. 20 minutes, you still haven't come up with the definitive five, but oh, you well, we had a it's,
3: dynasty, Andy.
2: We well, you spat the dummy and said, what about my five, and you haven't even come up with five. No, because anyway. I'd
3: already given them to you, and you just completely just, just moved on. I just
2: asked you to give them to me, and you haven't given them I've to given me. I've given them to you twice now. <laughs> 20 minutes to four. We're here for eighties. The trade is out for Ace Gutter's Australia, mate. Built to last. Andy Jamison, what a warrior he is for the public golfer. Huge win last night. Thankfully, all the people at Monash Council uh, were moved by the submissions to uh, keep Oakley Golf Club alive. he's um, going to join us? Hey, to when, tell us? And
3: by the way, because a few people have had a bit of a laugh when I said, when Andy said I had two lines. It was about a test. It wasn't about any other activities that other people are suggesting. All right,
2: yeah, no worries. All right, no problems. Oh boy. 24, sorry, 14 minutes to four. Uh, great to have your company this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, municipal public golf in Australia, particularly in the big cities, Melbourne and Sydney, under threat. And it's taking some uh, real true believers to fight the fight on behalf of those who uh, need public access golf uh, to fall in love with the game Mm -hmm. and continue to their love affair with the game. If they can't get into private golf clubs and last night uh, in Melbourne's East, uh, there was a huge result for, for all of those people. Uh, The Oakley golf course survived after pretty much a one man campaign. Sandy Jamison has been doing some magnificent work at that club, introducing the game to people for a long, long time. Uh, And, uh, he seconded the help of a few to fight the fight on behalf of Oakley and he had a big win at the Monash Council last night. He's been good enough to join us. Hey, Sandy, on behalf of hundreds, if not thousands of people uh, around Melbourne and particularly in that neck of the woods, uh, thanks for the fight you put up and congratulations on the result you got last night.
1: Oh, mate, absolutely a pleasure. Um, as, you, as you said, there are a lot of people who helped out as well, though, but um, such an important thing, public golf.
3: It is. Oh my word, it is! But how did it get to this point? How did it get to to a point where it was becoming under threat?
1: Oh look, now now the uh, Well, for the time being, I, I can be fully honest. Is that what happened, at at the time a lot of the campaign was as you know us first council. The reality is, there's a lot of really good people on the council, and about about twelve years ago. Um, the then mayor went and had a look at the golf course and said, "My God, we've just so underinvested in this place, and there's no one using it." And she said, "We need to we need to review it," mm-hmm. um, which which that process started. It, all, it all Did need something to be done. If it hadn't have been for COVID and some of the programs I was running, it, it wouldn't be as busy as what it is.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So so the review was the review was actually a good thing, and now the council has. Watched the meeting of her seven councillors keep the golf course, um, and they've also said it needs investment because they 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 agree it was an embarrassment the the condition the the rooms were in and some of the facilities around the place. Sandy, so
2: you know, we're just losing you every now and again. We're we're getting most of it, but we're just losing a word here and a word there. I wonder if you might be able to move kind of six feet to your left or right, or if you're behind, under a tree or something, maybe maybe right. yeah. How am I going now? Is that better? Nah, yeah, much better, mate. Perfect, yeah. So so you talk about COVID and the impact that that had on, you know, golf was one of the big beneficiaries of COVID, obviously. There weren't many, but golf was. Um, given that, how big was the fear that this vote at various, you know, in the looming kind of weeks prior to the vote, that, that it might have gone against you and you might have lost something that is really dear to you and dear to, you know, so many other people?
1: Oh, well, the fear was real. Um because the people who play golf are generally underrepresented. You know, a few the people who private golf, but they're generally well-connected. Um, the public And they're sort of one voice under a club. The public course is, you know, made up of people who just play there casually a lot of the time. So there's no sort of... Um, there's, there's no one sort of fronting it as, like, this is a group and there's generally no connections. So it was a big hit, but but... Um,
2: you know, with a team of people involved who wrote out reports, yeah. know, hey Sandy, I, I got I, I'm, I want to hear every word you mm-hmm. got to say, mate. We're having real trouble. Um yeah. l- let's just give it one last crack. Oh, look, it could uh, golf courses are notorious places for lines out, obviously with trees and all the stuff around the joint. So we'll give it we'll give it one last crack. Um, if you can just sort of spin around and face another, maybe direction. go
3: ten metres something.
2: <laughs> maybe try and do that for us. Um now. now. Yeah, well, when you say how is it now, it sounds good to me. It's when you get into All the right. yeah, we'll, we'll give right. it, we'll, we'll give it, we'll give it another go. So, so let me ask you this question. Um, it sounds like not only has the golf course fought the battle to survive, but out of it comes a commitment from Monash Council to uh, commit some resources to it. Is that are we reading that right?
1: You are pretty much reading that right. One of the councillors said there's no money to put in and a lot of the councillors said, actually, we can redirect some funds to put into this golf course. Um, So that's a great thing. Probably the most positive thing to come out of this, with all the media attention, is it's letting non-golfers know. So any of your listeners who are non-golfers, it's letting them understand the difference between public and private golf.
2: Um,
1: And Oakley is the estuary of the game. Pretty much everyone who starts the game starts at public golf. And people who are less fortunate um, financially, That's where they can play. So it's it's a huge win for everyone in Monash and, in fact, everyone in Melbourne or all around Australia in trying to put out the importance of what Oakley means. And what other public golf
3: course means? Oh, absolutely, and it's uh, as I read about the services you provide, it's for you, you do stuff with the NDIS and for the underprivileged. So it it is does provide an opportunity for participation for a whole host of people that sometimes wouldn't get that chance. But as far as the council is concerned, is it, is it a burden on them? Is it is it you now? We know it provides great service, of course. But is there a, an economic challenge that the council faces in order to, to maintain it?
1: Well, I don't think so, mate. I mean, you could say the same thing about a swimming pool and a library. Um, I I question how the council's gone about managing it in the past and having it managed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, these these golf courses, all these golf courses, used to be viable things back when they had when they had PGA professionals running them. But you know, they send them out to management groups, and all of a sudden, you've got situations where. You know, you haven't necessarily got someone running the, running the place who has a vested interest in having a lot of people play the place. And I think that's happened in a lot of places over the years. And Oakley certainly comes under that category.
2: So can you just, going back to the point you made before, talking to Sandy Jamison, who's the power behind the fight to survive and the su- successful one for the Oakley golf course last night, just that notion that this is a game for the rich. Um, can, can you just f- finish the chat? Um, defending the notion that it's so much more than that?
1: Oh, Well, A, it's not a game for the rich. Yeah. It's a game for everybody. Um, Oakley Public Golf Course, someone on concession, can play there for $14.60. Um, they don't have to become a member and pay a joining fee and know people to join in the first place. So it, it is a game for everybody. You can pick up a second-hand set of golf clubs or a preset off the off the council um, rubbish throat, which I often document on my social media. Yep, you do. Um, it's, it, it, it can be for the rich. And I think what happens, sometimes people who are members of private golf clubs forget where they started um, because you know they're so in love with where they're playing. And I think any people who are members of private golf clubs out there, duck down and play your local um, municipal golf course, council own golf course, and just feel the vibe of the place. Mm. It's, it's where everyone actually loves the game. <laughs> and, you know, we have people in Bluntstones after work coming out and playing uh, while people are walking their dogs across the park. We've got people who have never played golf before picking it up for the first time. And, you know, the golf industry has done a really poor job over the years of building this game up to be difficult and expensive and exclusive. If you've never played before, just go and play at Oakley if you're somewhere near it or look at your local public golf course and just turn up and have a hit. Mm. Um That's what they're there
2: for. It's beautifully said, mate. Uh, You had a lot of people in your corner. And when the news came through last night, uh, the explosion of joy and delight for you and for all others involved in the golf course was palpable. So well done. Uh, We look forward to seeing what it becomes in the next five to 10 years and forever thereafter. Let's hope there's a few other councils around Australia who are seeing what Monash Council's done and appreciating the significance of public golf. Thanks for joining us, mate.
1: Absolutely, and spotlight on Monash now to see what they actually do with the place. And thanks for all your support, guys.
2: Good on you, sir. Good Andy. on you. Well, it's not long now until another Melbourne Storm campaign kicks off in the NRL. We know there, uh, some of the uh, some of the mob have headed over to Vegas to light the join up and uh, just have a good old go. And uh, <laughs> oh, oh, come on, Andy. No, to when I say good old go, I mean spread the word,
3: mm. Keith. I know there's been a bit more Tom Fuller in the off season that's uh, unpleasantries, <laughs> but uh, I don't. I think that they are the exception. They probably get a bit overblown some of that stuff that goes on, and uh, I don't know what you were alluding to, suggesting that there'd be some.
2: Something untoward, no, but oh, I think it both up, these teams the join I, I think mean, it's a fantastic initiative by the NRL. I don't disagree with you at all. And ticket sales have uh, gathered some pace in the last couple of days. So uh, it sounds like the Americans are jumping on board. But the Storm kick off their campaign uh, on the eighth of March. I reckon it might be up against the mighty Penrith Panthers. Of course, mm, That Not- last
3: outing wasn't all that. Well, memorable. maybe.
2: Well, I don't think you have to you know, get too negative about it because uh, Christian Welsh is about oh, to join gee. us on Melbourne Storm Membership Day. Is he there, is he? You can get your 2024 membership with the Melbourne Storm right now, today. Visit melbournestorm.com.au. Or give the club a call, 1300-STORMS. There are people there ready to take your call right now. I don't know whether Welsh is manning the phones, but I did see the boys down at uh, Gosh's the other day. You're in the fit, AFL. Oh. Fit and powerful. And there's a look in their eye, Keith. Mm. There's, you can even see it from Olympic Boulevard when yep. you're driving your car. Not that you want to take your eyes off the road, no. but just 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 turn over your left hand shoulder, yep. and you see those stormboard. There is a look in their eye, purple haze. As I like they, to call it as they. Well, that's the free thing, but not by all means. Uh, well, she's been good enough to join us. Uh, not long now, Christian. Welcome to the program, fellas. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, and yeah, really excited. Uh the end of the pre-season is near
7: and we're starting to play some footy. So, yeah, really excited uh, amongst the group. We've got another day of training. We get the weekend off and then we're all, uh, all getting set to prepare for round one uh, against the defending premiers. So, yeah, really excited.
2: So, give us a read. Give us your read. You've been around the caper for a long time. You've been around this club for a long time now. As you, as you look into the eyes of your teammates and you're trying to sense, you know, is the, how, how fierce the fire burns, uh, give us a sense for how we're shaping.
7: Oh mate, it's um. I just find it a bit funny this time. He, everyone's running PBs. Everyone's as fit as they've ever been. You know that's the narrative, and there's no real point talking about it or talking team up. But you know the proofs in the in the performance. So we're all quietly very you know excited for round one, particularly against the the best team in the competition and probably arguably the best team in um, you know the modern generation of the NRL. With you know three premierships in a row. Um, so. Yeah, look, everyone's playing, training really well and fit and firing, but uh, it
3: doesn't really mean anything until you start playing some games. And uh, Penrith, Spot. we have to laud them for what they're doing, as you mentioned. They've been extraordinary, and they've been really fun to watch the way they've, they've gone about oh. it. But what's going on as far as this? Um, I saw just the highlights. It seemed like we got, the, the, as far as Australian NRL, the rough end of the stick when uh, Penrith, they, they lost to Wigan. Did you see that game?
7: No, I, I didn't see it. Oh. I, I saw they lost. It's um, it's a bloody tough trip for those guys. They, they went over and played Wigan in front of, um, you know, out home crowd there and some pretty challenging conditions. So uh, it's pretty cold, obviously, in the UK at this time of the year. So yeah, I, I haven't seen too much footage, but we'll, I'm sure we'll be analysing a fair bit of it you know, starting, uh, you know, rolling in for next week.
3: Yeah, I thought you know you you break it down as you, as you prepare, but for just as an observer and and seeing this, trying to make the comparison of what we're doing against Wigan their top team and to, to, is it any sort of indication or reflection on the the various competitions is it that close as far as the the standard of the two leagues
7: yeah i think um there's probably the, the narrative that super league's probably a step down but you you see games like that where you know Wigan have, have taken down the, the best team of the NRL and mm. as i said the uh, standing at this specific team penrith um you know and i think penrith are uh, I think they're 0-4 from World Cup Challenges, which it's not a reflection of that club. It's a reflection of, I suppose, the Super League and the quality that they have over there. And and particularly, like, if you're the Wigan Warriors, um, you know, getting up against a generational team in front of your home crowd over in England. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really exciting. And, and obviously, it's a great trip for Penrith to get over there and um, you know, mm. I suppose to show their new team off. But, um, yeah, it's still, still building for those guys, I, I would think.
2: So what about you, Christian? You come back last year and remarkably played 25 games after you know ripping the Achilles the year before, which is a credit to you that you're able to come back and, and play a full season. Does it feel significantly better another pre-season after, you know, getting back and, and um, overcoming the injury in the first place?
7: Oh, yeah, look, there's lots of major injuries out there. Everyone goes through and, you know, we're privileged footballers. We're full-time. We're, you know, we don't have to work on the tools and then try and do our rehab, you know, in the morning or night. So we've got a very lucky position. we got world-class support staff. So, um, you know, I have, you know, although you don't want to go through those injuries, I've had a lot of support and, and it's still a great loss. And, um, yeah, look, I found last year a bit challenging, whether that was related to my Achilles or not. I guess you don't really know, but... All I've tried to do this pre-season is just work really hard and uh, put my head down and um and just try and keep improving. I think that's what this club's been built on, the focus on continual improvement for uh, you know, all players that that come into this club. So yeah, hopefully we'll see. But as I kinda said a bit earlier, it's it's all in the in the game so there's no point talking about how good I'm going
2: until uh, hopefully <laughs> no, go out and start playing some good games. <laughs> no, I know, I know, and you've always had great perspective, so we appreciate that. From I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to get you to say that you're, you know, the best nick you've ever been in or any of that. But but when we hear you know, there's some high-profile Achilles injuries around the world of sport at the moment, and um, some some of these players that you know pundits are worrying, wondering whether they're ever going to come back and. Um, I'm just wondering whether without pumping up your own tires, whether you can detect, you know, a imp- a significant improvement on where you were this time last year.
7: Um, yeah, look, probably the the amount of work I've been able to get in for the preseason, um, that's probably the, yeah. the difference. I've I've pretty had a pretty uh, unimpacted pre season where I've pretty much done the full training and so uh yeah, look I guess hopefully the, you know, getting the work in and, and the volume and the legs, you know, holds me in good stead.
3: Yeah. Well, when you talk about injuries, uh, Ryan Pappenhausen is coming back uh, after the the very yeah. serious uh, injury that he had. Gee, when we saw those X-rays when we first uh, heard about that injury, it looked horrific. How's how's he looked?
7: Yeah, he's been awesome. He's uh, he's played in both of our troll games, and um, you know we we looked coming to review, and uh, it's not easy playing a game in February in, in Fiji, but he was he was everywhere. He has um, obviously. Uh, Everyone appreciates the big plays and the tries, but he does so much work for our football side, you know, in terms of defence and setting our line. And there was a clip the other day, he basically went from sideline to sideline to, to, you know, to save try after try. You know, it was, um, I think that work goes unnoticed at times, but, Mm. you know, guys like Billy Slater, who we have in our building, who, you know, probably was the best, you know, generational fullback that we have, Um, you know, he certainly is in there helping Paps get back to his best and it's it's a really exciting time for our footy club to have not only Paps but you know you've got young Sue as well who's um he's shown how exciting he is. So there's some real talent in in all our our back line at the moment, there's some real jostling for positions.
2: Christian in the other the other mob, the other game, you know, Aussie rules, we we see the evolution of it at the highest level and you know, transition footy has been the big buzz in the last couple of years. You know, one end to the other, and speed of ball movement, and go forward football, and all that sort of stuff. What What do you reckon the big area of is there one big area of kind of improvement slash growth in rugby league that's been happening for maybe a year or two that we're going to see more of in twenty twenty four?
7: But there's a subtle rule change actually that they've they've done where um, you 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 can't start your kick chase. Yes. Uh, until the ball's kicked, as in you can't be in front of the play the ball. So basically, in previous years, players, if they know it's last tackle, they can just get on their bike, start getting downfield, and then all they have to give is 10 metres to the opposing fullback or winger who's run the ball back. Yeah. So you can imagine if you're pinned down your half and your half can kick it 60 metres, yeah. giving up 10 metres isn't really a big consequence. Um, so they've made this rule change. So now, uh, basically, the kick chasers, which is your defensive line, they can't go past. The play the ball until the ball's kicked. So, basically, I think this year you'll see a lot more explosive plays from guys like Ryan Pavanagh and Xavier Coates mm. who are going to have a lot more space to return the ball back. And I think it's going to really open up the game. I think the NRL have kind of really targeted that. They want to see the back three, you know, the two wingers and fullbacks, I suppose, becoming a bit more significant. I like it. I, I like it. Kick return. So, yeah, that's one to keep
2: an eye out, I think. Mm. So, will the defenders in that case, will they sort of hold their line a bit more? They will have they, to. That's will, the will, will they be coming at the... Um, the kick returner as hard, or will there be a more slightly? How will you set up defensively for that?
5: Yeah, well,
7: I think it's um, it's risk versus reward. So I guess some some teams really like to send kind of shooters down there yeah. and, and back, you know, two or three guys to to make a, a play or a, or a tackle on it. It's really effective, but if you miss that tackle on a guy like Pappenhausen, you're gonna have a really disjointed defensive line. There's gonna be some real opportunities there. So. It just depends on the risk appetite of teams, you know, whether they just want to get down there and form a defensive line and probably give up a few metres on that kick return or whether they want to be a bit more aggressive. So I think we'll probably see a bit of variety from from different teams and how they want to approach it. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be really
3: fascinating, yeah. yeah. And and the whole venture into Vegas, Andy and I were talking about it uh, a little earlier. Uh, What do you make of it? Are you you excited about it? Does it mean anything to to you guys and the sport, do you think? Oh, look, it's
7: it's exciting. Like, I wanted to work. I, I am a bit of a sceptic, to be honest. I think, um, you know, just the time zones and um, it's just such a hard market to break into. So I'm not sure, you know, how much the business case or strategy, we haven't heard a whole lot about that. We've heard about the sexy Las Vegas stadium <laughs> and, and whatnot. So I, I don't know. Look, look, I'm really, I really hope it works. It's exciting. It's certainly exciting, you know, game talking up this whole Vegas and starts this Sunday. But, you know, having come back from, Fiji on the weekend where the Storm played the first NRL match there and you know having got PNG teammates like Justin Ollum you know the Pacific Islands have so much passion for our game I just think you know could we we be maybe using our resources better and 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 going to places like that who you know it's a national sport for a lot of these countries and you know it's not as sexy as Vegas but I think you know that's where the heartland and areas of growth and you look at um, the NRL and NRLW, you know, playing ranks, I think it's about 50% identifies Pacific or Maori background. So that's the future. That's okay. where the, the players are coming out of. So I'd love to see the NRL have, you know, an equal amount of energy and focus into Pacific Islands like that as much as they are trying yeah. to, I suppose, crack into the American market.
2: Give us a sense for what it's like to be on the ground over there when, when a team like the Storm turn up and... You know the kids that worship you, blokes. Give give us a sense for what what it's the reactions like from them.
7: Yeah, well, I think it's like um, you, you have to look at the Papua New Guinea, you know, Prime Minister and some of his quotes around trying to get an NRL team. Mm.
2: He,
7: he's calling it a national unity strategy. It's you know he's saying it, it's going to unite our entire country if we get a professional <laughs> sporting team. You know, and <laughs> it's pretty rare to have that kind of quote of someone in that position saying that just about a you know, a sporting body like the NRL. So, um yeah, going to Fiji, we had Tui Kamakamipa, who's one of our senior players, and he's out there meeting the Fijian Prime Minister, and, and out there he's just treated like a god. And, um, you know, these countries are, are brimming with passion for our game, but also, you know, yeah, it's pretty tough, some of those countries, in terms of the living and, yeah. and in terms of poverty and whatnot. And I think, you know, sport is a wonderful thing that gives kids and, and people hope in communities that, you know, might be doing it a bit tough or there might not be a whole lot of hope of breaking out of a pretty tough, you know, situation. So um, it was awesome to go out there and, and the Storm did a good job during the week that, you know, all the players were really mindful of getting out, you know, get out of the nice hotel we're staying in, get into the communities, go see some villages and actually see, you know, the real Fiji and, and try and connect with them. Could it happen? Uh, what, as in a franchise over there? Yeah,
2: yeah. Can you, like in your lifetime, can you see it happening?
7: Oh, I think so. I think you. There's obviously governance issues with some of those developing countries, but I look at like the South Island of New Zealand, like Christchurch. They're getting a brand new stadium there. Um, the Kennedy Crusaders, who it's rugby is a national sport there. But you look at their schedule; they've only got six home games for the year ahead. So you know, it's like us in Melbourne. We understand we're not the half That's the religion down here. But we hope to think that we can kind of be your second team, or you know, you go your Carlton, Collingwood, and then maybe get behind us as your as your other option. We we like to try and fit into this ecosystem. And, you know, like personally myself, I'm a huge AFL fan. I love the sport and it's very much, I suppose, having an understanding of the the market you're in. And, you know, it's an AFL town, but, you know, we like to think that we play a a little part of the sporting ecosystem here in Melbourne. And um, I think a place like Christchurch would be great a north-west-South Island rivalry and keep developing talent. You know, at a time where rugby union is struggling a little bit in Australia and New Zealand,
3: yeah. Mm. Hey, your role extends yeah. beyond just uh, with the storm. You've got this responsibility with the players' association and all those other great things you do for looking after the game. Lucky to have him, w- indeed. What do you make of uh, the off-the-field goings-on? We saw it with the Brisbane Broncos, and uh, they had a bit of a stoush between some of the fellas. And uh, is it overblown? Does this thing, did this stuff, get exaggerated, or does it make you angry when you see this as a, as a perhaps a Another, not a stain on the game, but just I guess perpetuating a narrative that's sometimes not always great.
7: Yeah, look, I, I think you're talking about the Broncos incident where they have a bit of a yeah, a, a bit of a bear hug, a bit of a wrestle. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, is is that unique to society that a, a group of mates you know have a few too many beers and end up having a bit of a wrestle? You know, they weren't punching each other or anything. I, I don't know. I. It's probably not the greatest look, I understand, you know, players are role models, um, but you know, I, I just find it a bit funny sometimes when, you know, things like that where I don't think it's too horrible, you know, that it's it's just a couple of guys who probably had too many beers and just, you know, had yeah. a bit of fun and turned into that. So yeah, look, obviously not a great look, but I uh it's probably a bit of a slow news where you probably wouldn't get too much coverage if we're <laughs> you know sports up and firing, I guess.
3: <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, what do you make or do you follow <laughs> What's going on with the AFL in regards to uh, all sports are dealing with with, with head injuries? Uh, how do you feel that the NRL are, ha- are coping with it?
7: Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, look, I think the NRL's being proactive. They're, they're trying to, um, it's just a, it's a contact sport issue for, you know, all these sports that are dealing with it. And I think, um, yeah, look, I know there's probably some older generational people calling it a bit soft, but I think. Um, the reality is we're, it's a it's a sport it's a game that you know you're 13 guys on a field you're you're trying to score points by putting a ball down on grass and kick a goal between posts it's it, when you think about it in perspective of life and you know talk, talk about brain trauma and you know alzheimer's and cte they're pretty horrible things so i think you know i don't have a problem with sporting bodies erring on the side of caution you know it's you got you live a long life if if you get to 30 in our sport you've had a great career a lot of these guys play two or three four years and then you know you gotta live the rest of your life so um, I think NRL's doing a good job and I think while the science isn't perfect obviously no one has a, probably a true understanding of it all it's really hard to do when you can't really study a guy's brain until you can do mm. a post-mortem um, but yeah I think I think NRL's being pretty proactive in that space.
2: Mate, uh, the storm take on the Panthers uh, the 8th of March. That's in a coming couple of coming Fridays. We, we can't wait to uh, see you guys get out on the. Isn't there a streak? Have we still got the streak and... of opening game at our wins? Haven't we well, got we're some streak? What well, is it now, Welsh? About 18 or 19, isn't it? For first uppers?
3: Um, I think it's Belzer
7: hasn't lost since taking over. And I think his first year was 2003. Oh, I can tell that because I'm in the boardroom <laughs> looking at it. Right. See okay. Bellamy, see Bellamy, right. see Bellamy. Um, So I think he's won all of those. I think. Oh right, well, no pressure, so, yeah. no pressure,
2: no pressure against a three-time champion. Just before we do let you go, you're incredibly bullish about your, your Melbourne Footy Club. They've had a, they've had a disrupted off-season. Hmm. Just a few little uh, speed bumps here and there along the way. Um, are you? Are you? A lot of some people in the Cape are tipping that Melbourne might be one of the sliders this year. Uh, where? Where are you? Where have you got them pegged? Fellas.
7: Smooth seas don't make good sailors, all right? <laughs> we've been through the adversity. You know, it's not a perfect pre We're all running PB. You know, we've gone through a bit of... A bit of toughness. We love it, the D's. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, wow. One of the greatest cultures. Go, oh, mate. <laughs> culture in the
2: last forty years. Let's go.
3: Oh, well, that's that's really why he's great. a leader. Right. That's why there. he's one
4: of the greats.
2: Turned a bit of adversity yes. into a positive. And, and Melbourne supporters, well, if I was a Melbourne supporter, I would have yes. listened to that last twenty seconds from C. Welsh, <laughs> and I'd be, I'd be up in a band all of a sudden. <laughs> Hey uh, Christian, thanks mate. Uh polish <laughs> off the last year preseason uh stress free and uh we'll see you in a couple of weeks yes. with your teammates up against Penrith. Come All on. the best.
7: Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. See you Good later. man, Christian Good, Welsh.
2: Get your Melbourne Storm membership today, a get ready for a huge season. Join today for four games. For the price of just two or eight games. For the price of just four. That's fantastic. That's that's you know what good. It is? that's good. Value. Thank you. And we're always shopping for value. Visit MelbourneStorm.com.au. Or give them a call 300 Storms. 22 past four. Uh, we haven't had much of a chance to have a chat on the way through today. 130 736736. Uh, very keen to get your thoughts on last night. What jumped out at you? What's got you excited? What are you a little bit worried about? If there's anything to be worried about from either of those two teams or individuals within them, after last the night's who am out I, co- at Priney uh, Park competition, oh, that's are on, coming up soon offer. too. Yes. yes, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. 28 minutes past four. Uh, who am I? Uh, we'll get stuck into after the news. Mike Moroney going to join us in that half hour as well. What did you make last night? I know we both cast an eye over the uh, well, uh, the uh, yeah, preseason the game. game. Yeah, what did you make of it? What
3: I made of it is that uh, the, the Collingwood Football Club look well-organized. They look slick. They have a structure that's clearly identifiable. And uh, they look like the machine was just rolling on. It was in, and yeah. And they looked impressive. Mm. And the Tigers, they, well, if they had kicked a bit straighter, they might have been a bit better off. But... They, um, I uh, and I asked you the question because you, you, you're much more acutely aware of game plans and styles, and, oh, and I really. didn't necessarily see anything transformatively different in the Tigers last night.
2: Oh, the, the distribution guess yeah. still... the, the distribution of some of their talent was, you know, obviously no Tom Lynch, so we get to see Noah Bolter in attack. We get to see your former player Jacob Kazitsky mm-hmm. as a potential. Um, second string, tall uh, inside forward, fifty. Mm. I, I think I, my I, my gut feel would be that you know the, the Richmond brain Trust will walk away from last night's game, not concerned about either of those things as potential long termers. Obviously, work to... in progress, mate. Yeah, I mean Lynch is so important. He is so important to this Richmond team that he mm. returns and that he returns in the sort of nick that we know that uh, he can play because without him, I think. Well, well, Kaczynski's got a way to go. I mean, he, he's he got a way to go to prove to everyone in the AFL community that he can play with the sort of vigour that, that a key position forward out. needs to play with. We know he's got all the talent in the world, mm. but he's got to play, you know, with a with a bit more uh, commitment or mm-hmm. some sp- physical commitment, I suppose, that um, that position requires from a player. Um And Noah Bolter looks a more natural defender than he does does forward. Last night, he just doesn't look like he necessarily draws the footy the way good forwards do. Now, he's only just started in that role, and uh, time will tell. And he might be able to get a bit further up the ground when Lynch returns to the side. But I don't know. They've got, obviously, Gibkes back in the side. Dow was impressive last night. Liam Baker, if you get money on him winning a best and fair as this year, you would. And not that we're that way inclined, and um, we're not allowed to do that sort of stuff, Keefe. But mm. um, I, I think Richmond people will walk away from that last night thinking, "Gee, she's going to be a bit of a grind this year?" I think. Well, it's I think oh, oh, that's what right. That would a be very my, early days, That would be my guess. Whereas like, Collingwood look like they're in. Well, they were up second, up against 30. a
3: very very slick unit that's uh, well organised. Clearly, mm. uh, but did you make anything of the Darcy Cameron uh, when he? Went for that spoiler.
2: And, and a he, 50-meter penalty, as was the adjudicator at the time. What are you suggesting there should be more more to it? Oh, no, I think it was but the – Are saying it should be reported? <laughs> no, I'm not. What I am saying – Why are you asking me that question?
3: <laughs> well, because it's a question that was, was asked. By who? Uh, I saw it on the um, – of the What? One of the stories. What, and that he the should be reported? The, no. i for that. Can I just finish the sentence? No, that he shouldn't be reported. But it's one of those ones that in this changing world that we live in, that it it doesn't take much more than what he did. Now, he didn't didn't do much more. So I I hear you. But if he does do a little bit more and whether or not that's an action that they would want to look at, I I, I think it would make it very hard to – really go out there and spoil
2: if that's, they're going to do that, but I'm just putting it forward, oh, Andy. Well, I'm not advocating I mean, for it can, by any stretch. No, you can argue for that if you want. Uh, Lockie Schultz, <laughs> very much a big tick. he walk away from that. Massive tick and nine clearances for Jordan Digoe. Uh Yeah, no, they've uh, they've got a lot of strings to that black and white bow and uh, going to be mighty hard to beat, I would have thought, this year, mm. Uh Have you got Who Am I under control? I certainly well, do. Well, we're going to get stuck into that. If you want to have a crack at it, we get a couple of different uh, playings of the. You got know, to recognise the voice. You get three. You,
3: wait, there's a short version, yep. a middle version, and a long version.
2: More prizes if you get the short version. There we go. So get on the line now if you think you are good at identifying a voice. It's 28 minutes to a
8: fart.
2: One three hundred seven three six seven three six. We're going to play a bit of someone's voice. If you recognise it immediately, loads of prizes coming your well, way. If, if you need the second mm. playing of it, it's a bit longer. You don't get as many. No, and then if you haven't got it by then, and you have to be part of the third tranche mm. of audio that we play, you'll still get a prize, but uh, not well, as much. Well, you're really close, and that's why you just
3: sometimes just hand it over to those that, when it comes to quiz, knows what they're doing. Because if you if you get it with the first or second not actually clue, a quiz, but never mind. Well, it's kind of a quiz because you've got a. There's going to be a question, but it's an audio question. You've got to answer it. So again, again, leave it to those that are qualified to handle this section appropriately. If you get the first or second clue correct, a Samsonite Marcus Eco backpack's gonna gonna. Uh, be the prize, and you, that comes at a $249 value. But if you just get it in the third uh, hearing of the audio,
2: you'll pick up the 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart. No, get 18 holes. Right. No, that's not right. If you get it in the first or the second, you pick up the backpack and the golf. That's right. If you get the third, it's just the golf. That's right. Well, that's not what you just said, but anyway. We'll go to the table. Did it's not that? what you just said. But anyway, you keep Did pumping up your that? you just keep pumping up your own tyres and we'll, okay, we'll, well, if you get, we'll pick up the mess. We'll, we'll deal with the mess. Well, You've you had beyond. two
3: messes and I've had a half a mess. So if you get the last it's chaos. clue right, chaos. you get the 18 holes of for golf beers. for you and a mate with a cart at Club Mandalay. It's fantastic out there. You can go out there, get a beverage and oh, a cart for two for 99 bucks midweek. Uh, Visit clubmandalay.com.au for all the details. He looks like he has found a
2: place where he might be able to punch one out here.
3: um, So we're going to play the audio. From a long time And we're we're going to start off with Bob in Safety Beach. Bob, have a listen to this and tell me
2: if you know who it is.
4: (laughs) I was trying to keep it cool. Bob? Yeah, good luck with that.
2: 1300 736 736. You better get on the line here. Bob, because you're the first (laughs) up, I'm going to give you one more listen to it. Bob, here it is.
4: (laughs) I was trying to keep it cool.
3: Do you know who it is, Bob? Oh.
1: Um, no, I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, that's Hello, okay, Bobby. Bob.
3: Here you go. 307 three, six, oh, well. seven, three, six. This might get a few out. Oh, well, you wanted this, bloke. No, no, Luke, I didn't. Luke is going to get a little bit more of a clue, oh, he... and this might provide a bit more of an advantage for him. Listen to this, Lukey.
4: I was trying to keep it cool. I was like, don't show your cards. Don't show your cards. <laughs>
3: Lukey, do you know who that is? Oh, I was
8: going with Tiger
3: Woods, but I'm incorrect now after hearing that, No, it's not Tiger Woods. He gone. He gone, and my word is one 736 736 This has stumped a few people, but luckily we've got Glenn in Roval that's out there. And Glenn, you're the fortunate one, because now... You're going to get to hear the whole thing. Unfortunately, the Samsonite is no longer on the table. Oh, but the, is that right? The golf is uh, is still there for you, Glenn. Glenn, I'm going to play you the full audio, and you tell me if you know who it is, Glenn.
4: I was trying to keep it cool. I was like, don't show your cards. Don't show your cards. They went absolutely insane when they showed Taylor on the screen, yes. Oh, well.
3: There was a big clue right there. Glenn, in oh. Roval, do you know who that was?
0: I'm
3: going to change my mind. Kurt Warner. <laughs> no, I thought you... I thought you Actually, get that one. Uh, let's go to Zach in uh, Mill Park.
7: Yeah, we he went absolutely insane.
2: Zach,
4: you turn oh, your radio you off, so please, do? my friend. Oh, no, you'll
2: have to get to Michael now. And we want to Glenn. Okay, why? Because Zach's on a seven-second delay. Okay. Well, Zach, you just stand
3: by. Michael's in Waddle Glen. Michael, I'm going to give you one more listen of the full audio, and you tell me who it is, please.
4: I was trying to keep it cool. I was like, don't show your cards. Don't show your cards. (laughs) They went absolutely insane when they showed Taylor on the screen, yes. There you
3: go, Michael. Who is that? Carl Swift's boyfriend. Yeah, that's...
2: Yeah,
0: what's his name? You
3: know his name? Casey. No, I can't... (laughs) I not think we can play that, can Here we, Andy? Andy? can we play that? No, he said no. Zach is in Mill Park. Let's go back to Zach. Zach, can you tell us who that audio is? <laughs> having
2: a relapse. I was
5: too busy trying to listen on the radio to listen to me phone. It's Travis Kelsey. There,
2: wow. there he is Hey, Zach in Mill Park. You're off to uh, Club Mandalay.
3: 18 holds a goal for you and a mate with a cart and a couple of beverages. For everyone else, visit clubmandalay.com.au because you can get... Uh, all that for uh, 99 bucks, but you won't be having to pay one Zach, Zach. <laughs> That's a wank.
2: oh much, guys. Uh, well uh, You're done, a champion. Zach. Well done, Zach. Well done, indeed. See, doing that you. was smooth. That was good in the end. No, no, you needed, Thank you. you needed See, to... a
3: lot of people come, they thought it was Russell Wilson. They thought it was LeBron James. They thought oh, it was Kurt caught, Kurt, Kurt. Warner?
2: Well, they all be wrong. They thought it was Dennis Rodman. What about see Erling? Jardim. What about they Erling? Didn't think it was him. What about Erling Haaland this morning? Did you see what he did? Kick five, five goals. He put on the board we against poor it. old Luton in the uh, FA Cup uh, demolition. Six 2 Man City uh, romped their way through. Uh, that round of the FA Cup at Erling Haaland, who's mm. been going nicely, but hasn't been quite the Erling Haaland of recent times that we've come to know. Mm. Well, he just reminded everybody this morning no, no. that he's a cold-blooded killer he is. when it comes to sticking the ball in the onion pack.
3: He's magnificent. And, and that
2: poor old Luton keeper. And the Fred Astaire. I like oh, it yes. the way he's... He looks like a Viking. Mm. <laughs> That's it. There's a bit he, of... He does. He looks like a Viking. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. NBL playoffs tonight, of course, yes. they kick off. We'll get your deep dive into that uh, before we... Uh, before we're done and dusted on this Wednesday afternoon. We'll hand it over to the call Brett's team. Brett's been hanging out, texting in. When are you going to talk about it? No, we'll get there. Don't worry about that. We'll uh, we'll definitely we'll we have a busy show. It. I want Inwood Dollar three ten. She's well, been hanging on, but T-S-L, anyway. TSL Keith. Uh, Good point. TSL. Good point. The numbers are going to be healthy because people are waiting to hear what you've got to say regarding the NBL playoffs. (laughs) My Baroni All-Star Mile, are you going to join us next? 14 minutes to five. Great to have you with us. The All-Star Mile competition we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks is now closed. Good luck to those in the drawers. You hope to win the All-Star treatment plus that share of a quarter of a million dollars, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, The race, of course, is slated for Saturday, March 16th. And one of, I think, one of Victoria's a favourite. Well, certainly, fourteen hundred metre horses. Buffalo River is in, uh, having already qualified up against Mister Brightside and Pride of Jenny, a couple of superstars a few weeks ago. Uh, all systems go for the mile at the Valley. Mike Moroney, the trainer of Buffalo River, has been good enough to join us. Good afternoon to you, Mike. Yeah.
9: Good yeah, afternoon, any.
2: Can he get the strong 600? I mean, he's been an amazing horse and he's in arguably as good a form at, at, the, at the moment that he's been in for, well, maybe ever uh, at a consistency at a group one level. Can he, you're confident he can stretch that speed out over the mile? Yeah, I think you
9: know, what you just said before is the correct thing, and that is he's in his best form ever. Uh, and and I, he did run second on a two rack. Um, so it was a, there's every chance he'll get the mile. I, I thought that, He just sort of loses a little bit of his early speed. He takes a bit of a while to get to his top gate. Uh, So he he might just be telling us that he does want to go a mile and be rid a little bit differently, which he will be probably against um, the the good man that's in the race that she leads and will probably just sit and follow her. So that gives us a bit more of a chance of getting the 1600. and If he's ever going to do it, it'll be be now because he seems to be in great form.
2: Celine Gaudry has has been on him the last couple and the horse seems to be rolling beautifully for her. Is Can sometimes that match, jockey and horse, help find something, help find, unlock something in a racehorse?
9: Yeah, it could be because she's pretty kind to him. She lets she lets him do his own thing a little bit um, and doesn't pull him around and gets him into, into, a, into a nice um, uh, sort of rhythm. And I think that's the key to him. He's going to get him to the, uh, in the right rhythm, keep him happy, and um, he'll do the rest. He tries hard and... As, as you saw they got him halfway down on saturday and but he fought back really well and oh, he, what he did get, uh, you know, that's yeah,
2: he's a beautiful
9: run <laughs> hey mike like
3: uh, just uh, how does a how do you get a run in, in this race what are what are the uh the qualifying process
9: well look you've got to be of, of group class andrew um and he has been consistently from the time he turned about five when we bought him in england uh he was still a maiden when we bought him and he won his way through to open class and then he started performing in the the Group races and they've got to try and get the horse that are the right trips 1400 meters or 1600 meters around that sort of um, area. uh, It's a 1600 meter race, so Mm. you're not going to have your cup runners in it or anything like that, but you're going to have those those tough horses because it's probably the the toughest distance for a race horse is a mile because it's not a sprint, but it's not a you know, you you can't be a stayer, you've got to be a high cruiser and, and tough basically.
2: Is all the right. is the valley of all the tracks in Melbourne? Is the Valley the one that might over the mile? Is that the track that might suit him the best? Do you think, Mike?
9: Yeah, probably because he's a front runner. But I will say one thing: they attack those front runners a long way out when they go up the and side, mm. and the real climb from the six hundred to the winning post—you'd be quite surprised how much of a climb it is at Booney Valley. Um, it, it's a fair climb, and it does find them out the last bit, especially over have they gone a tick. Uh, quicker in their in their in their furlongs, you know, just that little bit too quick, that finds them out. The finisher does. So it's one that you've got to. That's why it's a bit of a horse of courses track. But look in theory, you're right, because um, he skips around those corners. He loves the rail, and it's usually a, a on speed track, and it's a it's a sort of like a. It's a bit like a, like a
2: bike track. You yeah, know, yeah, with that camera place. on it.
9: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Do you have to do anything different with it? Time to Mike Moroni, Buffalo River in the all star mile. It's going to be a cracking version of the race. Do you do anything different from a training perspective with him to give him every possible chance to to run out that extra 200 metres as strong as he possibly can?
9: Not really. Um, We've got him pretty fit now and in the right part of his campaign. Um, but to be quite honest, guys, it wasn't until I bought a treadmill um, and put him on the treadmill because he was very getting very difficult to work. Yeah, I think he's overworking himself, and and he looked pretty light on. The minute we started training him off a treadmill, he he muscled up and put condition on, and that's certain certainly been why he's rejuvenated himself. And he um, lives on the on the on the track, um, but only to trot and canter. But the minute we go to speed him up, he goes on the treadmill and does all his work. <laughs> right.
2: Okay. So, you know, yeah, right. It's and and ha, does he into what's his schedule look like between now and the all star mile?
9: Uh now in the all star mile, he'll probably have a gallop on um uh Saturday, a quiet one on the treadmill. Yep. He can't can or I just work on the inside track, he just follows another horse round. Um and he 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 doesn't mind just following their their backside and, and he's fine, but the minute he gets out in the clear he wants to overdo it a bit. Um but he's uh just a bit of you know, we've got him pretty well worked out, mind you. Would have to. You know, we've had it about five or six years.
2: Yeah, ago. right. Yeah, you'd understand him by now. Uh, and the Guineas this weekend, obviously a huge race, uh, a, a really important race for uh, everybody who's got one in it. How are your two looking this weekend?
9: Yeah, look, I think the horse from New Zealand is very good. Um, so they'll, they'll, I know he's there. He's, he's a pretty good horse. Um, you know, there's a case to be made that the the Magic Millions race, or sorry, that the Correct Million. Worth 1.5, he should have won. He just uh, lost his footing badly and all but fell um, on a day where the riders said that they would have normally wouldn't have raced, but because it was such a big race, man, they did. Uh, that it was pretty uh, slippery, and um, Paul's was struggling to stay on their feet. So he, he put up, it was a good effort, and up until then, he had basically most of them covered in New Zealand, bar for the filly that actually beat him. He hadn't he hadn't raced against before, Um there's another filly from New Zealand in the race that keeps running second to him. That's a very good filly. And it, it decided not to run in the million, uh, $1.5 million race. It went down for the Group One, which is important for fillies. Um, it went down to Wellington and it won that. And she's in it and she's drawn better than us. So, you know, she, she'll be there. It's one of the Akels.
2: Yeah, right,
9: okay. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very strong version of the race. It, it really is. Um, I, I listen to the guys on TV and they're, they're not right. mentioned in New Zealand form at all. but they were when Rockin' Horse won the new market. They were when Legato won the RSR. The the, yeah, yeah
2: the, so, the the New Zealand form's stacking up at the moment. There's no doubt about that. So the winners of the Guineas and the Blamey on the weekend get that golden ticket into the All-Star Mile. So there's not only uh, the big ticket on the weekend to be looking out for, but the option to get into that All-Star Mile as well, which, as we said earlier, is... Looking like being an outstanding version of the race. Buffalo River's in there. He's going to give him something to chase along with Pride of Jenny, Mike. So we'll continue to watch the, uh, the, the lead up to it. And then we get to race day on the 15th or 16th of March. It's going to be one for the ages, hopefully. Good luck between now and then. Uh, we wish you well. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Cheers. Good on you, mate. Mike Moroni joining
0: us. You spent a lot of years, both international and in the NBA, playing against and with Paddy Mills. Um, what impact do you think he's had on the international game, Australian basketball, and the NBA?
4: Just a, f- a flat-out legend uh, for the Boomers, right? Boomers. Uh, he's been—I mean—been a constant for that program since I've been in the league, and you know, uh, they play with such a toughness, and you know that comes from their best player, which is Patty. And then having an the opportunity to play with Patty for two years in Brooklyn, I see why. Uh, you know he's become such a legend over there. He's so passionate about where he's from. He's so passionate about just the culture itself and basketball, and um, and he's an extremely hard worker whose journey should be spoken about with uh, some of the best. So um, he continues to push the game forward, man, and inspire a lot of people. And that's what that's what I love about this game.
2: High praise indeed from Kevin Durant. A bit disrespectful when he
6: said "boomers." Boomers. He should know it's the boomers. Well, it's well he only KD. plays it's a nickname, him. Come on, know. KD. No, but
3: he's playing against the Australian national team. He, I don't think it's we hold it against oh, him. The, the, very high the, praise, uh, though. In, in fact,
2: if that, that was clearly the audio. If you see the video that accompanies that mm-hmm. audio, the minute before he even started answering the question, the minute he heard Paddy Mills' name mentioned in the question, his face lit up, mm. didn't it? Well, I think it shows
3: the respect that he – probably gained more from, I think he actually said it in the answer when he played with him at the Nets and it demonstrated as Patty has done whether it's with the national team or the club teams or even going back to his college days at St Mary's how he's very much a culture guy and I think no matter what his role is, whether he's the main man like he's with the Boomers or whether he's playing a more of a supportive role, the off-court role, genuine leader. So I think it's great that a superstar like that acknowledges him and Andy, we've got a bunch of basketball on tonight because we've got WNBA, NBL action going on with the um, two Melbourne teams Melbourne going Darby, at it. Yeah. That's right. So that's going to be a cracker. And then, of course, the NBL planes, yeah. uh, they're starting very soon, in fact. Playoffs. Play. Well, I think they're playoffs, but they're called planes. So yeah, they're, they're finals. Well, to me, they are, but with um, the is changing, so maybe it's the start of a new era. Right,
2: who wins? Jack
3: Jumper's Hawks? Jack jumpers, but I'm nervous because okay, right the Hawks – hang on, let me finish – because the Hawks only a couple of weeks ago beat them in Tasmania okay. in a double overtime. No, but you said thrilling. jack
2: jumpers. So you can't have a foot on either side of the fence. Mm. No, it's but, but I'm jack just jumpers. saying it's going to be a close one. I understand one. that. And uh, the Kings and the Breakers, who wins? Uh, Kings.
3: Uh, and that's because the Breakers, no Anthony Lamb, they've had a lot of injury issues. I think Breakers, with their, their full lineup had one of the better teams, Andy. But uh, I think and, – and it was what probably a month ago – the breakers came into Sydney, got it handed to them. They, I think the, the Kings beat them by 40 well, or thereabouts. 40? And, gee whiz oh, it was whiz a big whiz one. Whiz. It was 30 plus. It was an, an, an evisceration. That is an evisceration.
8: Oh, gee whiz. There was a bit of that going on.
3: <laughs> so uh, there's, uh,
2: no, there's a lot yeah, to look forward good. to in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm.
6: Hey, a bit of uh, footy news as well. Uh, good news for, for both Carlton and Melbourne today in the VFL match. Uh Zachy Williams. Got through. Got through. Mm. Our first game back. It's a very handy addition. That Carlton half-back oh, line. Just touch wood. S- Williams. That's yeah. a bit of speed there. Got up on the wing? Is that how it's going to work? Well,
2: yeah, I mean, he was, that's and, sort of what he was doing a bit.
6: Hollands on the other wing. Yeah, no. Well, just, Do, yeah. Don't, don't, don't. It's just...
2: You know, just keep a lid on it all. <laughs> all right? I'm
6: oh, just saying, it looks can't good it. on paper.
2: No, well, it does. Yeah. A, they've got a, and they've got some options with the other Hollands coming in. Who knows? There might be an opportunity to push... Um, Crips mm. forward a bit more often. And I don't he's... know about the other
6: Hollands coming in.
2: Why not? Double Dutch to me. God okay, right. Um,
6: <laughs> nice work from you. And uh, Clayton Oliver, very good as well for the Ds. Uh, good oh. news just come through for the Bombers too. I would say their second most important player has signed on until 2029. Peter Wright. No. Oh. Second most important player. Zach Merritt's Is number, one. number one. Uh... I think he's their second most important. Plays in the back half of the field.
2: Oh, the boy Ridley. Yes, yeah, yeah good, he's good player. Twenty twenty.
6: 29. No, he's
2: a very, very fine player. So that is a good result. Yeah. No. Uh, now,
6: remember last week on the show that uh, the fake headline got us. Oh yes. We uh, got Andy. Josh, got Josh.
2: Oh, Josh. Me. Oh, sorry. It, got you, it did get me. I, no, it got me. It got you both. And I'm got happy. Me. No, no I got me as oh, well. Hang on, I didn't hang, on, hang, on hang on. Oh, oh, I'm not, I did not run with it. Who spent 45 minutes pre-show mm. looking for the story that was uh, That's one That's why of those... it didn't
3: get me, because I did my research. You looked for it for 45 minutes. Oh, no, it? it was about two minutes oh, I was spent on it. it. You spent mm. at
2: least half an hour. He's mm.
3: apologised. Oh, didn't he apologise? He
6: has. Josh Giles. Garl- See, it's funny, because Josh worked at Fox when I was at Fox. He was our WA reporter. He wasn't funny. He really wasn't a funny, but I didn't oh. think he was that funny.
3: Well, there's a bit of a. But, no, but now George. he is quite yeah. sharp. Some of the yeah. work that he's done, yeah. so on
6: his uh, on his podcast, the why kick it polo- podcast. Why is he a podcast? Why has he apologised? He's uh, just run through what happened and he feels bad about it.
2: Why? Huh. Well, today they've gone with a big back page photo. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a photo of him wearing the chef's outfit. It's a big story. Must read. It. Superstar teen sensation reveals strange sandwich based lunchtime ritual. <laughs> why would you run with a fake story? Oh, I thought it was real. I've fallen for I'm a Josh Gallup gag. I think it's all... Well, I take it all back. I'm the idiot. I'm a fool. Well, actually, Andy... I've completely fallen for that. Well, no, he's, he's partially That's it. so disappointing. I'm disappointed in no, no, myself. No, you've- Can we edit this segment out of the shop? We can't. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a leaf out of Woolworths CEO. I
1: like your jokes. Um, <laughs> but they're two of the good guys, and I'm fed up. That's enough.
4: Andy Mine, and Andrew goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you weren't my targets. Yes, you fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. But I'm so, so sorry. (laughs)
2: You don't have to apologize. I think he feels bad? No need to apologize at all. Well played. Well played. Yeah, go on. Jeez, you didn't let me finish any (laughs) singles, Did you you hear that? It's because I I didn't need you to help me out, mate. I was the one who made a goose. I couldn't even speak. I didn't need you to. I just needed to apologize. I just needed to admit my (laughs) error. Did you notice
8: that? I did notice that. Yes. (laughs)
6: It does happen a
2: bit, really. <laughs> you just I dug the hole for myself. I needed to get out. And as much as I thank the hand that it was being lent to me, I didn't need it. Now,
6: he was also saying earlier on that podcast that, you know, the other bit on the paper was Basil's advice to Taylor Swift. He had a lot of people saying to him, send me that story. What's? The, send me the link to the story. <laughs> That's the one that he went diving for for about forty-five
3: minutes. Couldn't. Fi- What's bad? That's what I was checking it out. Well, well, I was checking the bona fides, googling things, and, and then, then I, I thought, "Ah, oh, this is fake," so I didn't run with it. Can't find this story anywhere. Where is it? Don't try and throw me in. Hey, oh, I put
6: my hand up. It sucked me in as well.
3: Got me well. It wasn't trolling. me that pointed
6: out to you that it was fake. It was actually Nick Nick. Nick but it's such <laughs> crazy
3: things have been going on over there. It, 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 well, that's what they said on their podcast.
6: Because bit... they said yeah. two days later, the front page of the Western Australian there was a little splash out. Ben Cousins' verdict on the Taylor Swift concert. Mm. So there you go. That, that's the sort of stuff they're running with over there. Oh, dearie me. It's a
2: strange place, isn't it? It's a little bit odd. Mm, it's little a little odd. odd. It is a little bit a, odd. A, a, not a fake story. Is We're going to get the, oh, I guess it's a mediation. that, we, this is, good, that which yeah, is good. Yeah. Which is a great story. It's been, clearly a lot of work's been going on behind the scenes for the better part of six to kind of nine months here now between... You know, Alistair Clarkson, Chris Fagan, mm. Jason Burt and the and the Hawthorne players. And we find out last night uh, that it's going to be late March. over yeah, two, two days. Potentially the, they're a they are themselves two days. Yeah. 26th, yeah. 27th. Well, let's hope they don't need two days. Yeah. But um, this is, I think every, this puts, I think a lot of people feel good about the potential of what yeah. is going to take place at this Did mediation. Surprise you
6: when this came out last night? I mean I guess it's been on the back burner publicly for a while and obviously a bits been going on behind the scenes but I was sort of pleasantly surprised yeah, that they'll I, be they'll be getting in the same room.
2: Yeah, I I the more you have listened to uh both of the coaches in particular since the story broke, you know, 18 months ago whenever it was now, uh, the more they clearly uh I think they I think they are looking forward to the opportunity because mm. they have clearly taken oh, on definitely. such a paternal relationship with so many players in their long and storied histories within the game, you know Clarkson and Fagan, we're talking about here. That I think that the, I think they welcome the opportunity. Mm. You know, clearly, a lot of stuff had to be sorted out to get to the point we find ourselves at now. But I think for all the parties involved, this is a welcome development, and um, gives everybody the chance to be heard, both mm. sides, uh, after the the revelations in that story that ran. And I think it's um, potentially a, a wonderful thing. So i um, hopefully, fingers crossed, we get a and really good outcome.
3: It extends beyond just the, the relationship that those participants have, but also back to the Hawthorne Football Club, where you've got players, in particular, someone like Sirrioli. It's yeah. just a legend of, course, of the club, absolutely. And uh, hopefully, he can get to a point where he feels welcomed yep. and yep. and can embrace the success that he was in, an integral. Part of but in the report, it all, but it does say that the agreement struck with this mediation doesn't still didn't preclude the complainants uh, from taking further action. Mm. So, but it's hopefully this is a, a heading towards an endpoint that can bring about uh, some level of peace, and
2: they can everyone can move on at a personal level. Mm. Clearly, these these men, the two coaches, and the administrator have had what they have considered and thought were really deeply, profoundly Mm. important relationships with, particularly Cyril Rioli, but others inside the group. And um, hopefully from irrespective of what might happen legally thereafter, um, hopefully from at a personal Mm. level, this is a very important coming together for, for all of them. Hopefully they sit at the table and they get heard, they get seen and... Whatever needs to be said and they can, to one another yeah. is said, and 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 respectfully so. And so, they can walk out all feeling good about it, I, I, hopefully. And with with, personal, but it doesn't even need to be good. No, it just no, needs to just, be a better understanding. That's, yeah, that's exactly right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. exactly right. Mm. So, um, yeah, we, I think we all look forward to that. Mm. Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. Now I was pleasantly surprised when I saw that story mm. come up last night. So that's that's a good one. Mm. Uh, we're going to do our small forward uh, after, I'm oh, not yes. happy with you, by the way. Sen put the video up. And you're uh. describing it as a shamble.
2: <laughs> yeah, not very wow.
3: supportive, is it? No,
2: no, we, no, no I, I did say, that from the punters that no, don't I did, like and I to the show. No, what I said, what I said. <laughs> well, what about you today? You've called in Gareth Hall because you've 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 had issues with some of our assessment mm, I of your small football, football brain. Gareth Hall will be Stick with to me the here. Gg's Gareth. Gareth Hall will be with me. Hey, G, get in here, and he does come in, and you ask him a question, and he gives you the absolute opposite answer you're looking for, mm. and you just dismissed him that straight is. away. That's right. Uh, but the one it, thing I will say it about, about it, uh, <laughs> even though there might be a few uh, around the edges conversations about the assessment of players within the small forward mm. dynamic duos. So far, so good. We've got the right outcome.
6: So far. Brisbane and mm. Collingwood have it's emerged. It's not about the height. It's about the role. You don't literally have to be small to play no, the role.
3: No, I can't go that far. <laughs> I think Tackle, that chase, height.
2: crumb. You no, can be 182
6: th- centimetres and do that. No, so you're no. saying
2: Jamie Elliott doesn't do any of that?
6: No, he, he does some of it, but he's, he's more, as Jonathan Brown said, he no, plays he, like a tall forward. He's a
2: small forward who plays like a tall forward. Yeah, but
6: we're talking...
2: <laughs> Thank you. He's a small forward... Who plays like a tall forward? There is a bit of that to it, but
3: I think he still should be eligible. Eligible, though, I think he should be eligible for your uh, your rankings.
6: That's that's fine, and he is. we in the end, we made him because he's part of the Collingwood team that got up yesterday. All right. So today, after the break, we'll do Geelong, Gold Coast, and GWS. All right, We'll see nice. what
2: like controversies we can concoct yeah, there. Right. are the dynamic duos.
6: Yes. Third bracket. Uh, that's right. Just a quick bit other footy news. Uh, the Tigers, uh, their experienced uh, recruiter Matthew Clark is headed to the Eagles oh. to replace Rowan O'Brien. So uh, his, his name was uh, linked to the job uh, for quite some time. Adrian Caruso from the Giants as well was in for it, but he withdrew. Uh, not saying he would have got it, but uh, he was in the process for a while and then pulled out. So Matty Clark off to the Eagles.
2: Okay, well, there you go. We wish him all the very best. they got some work to do.
6: Yes, dynamic diminutive duos. Geelong, GWS, Gold Coast. That's good ones in here. My word, there are. Uh, So the Cats, if you go back to that 2022 premiership, these two guys were vital. And you'd have to say Grian Myers went to another level last year and Bradley Close as well. You'll probably want to put Henry in as a small forward. No, no, no. No. Ollie Henry.
2: No, but isn't there another bloke there? Who? what's happened at, oh, Hang on, I better make sure he's still on the no, list. I probably... Who? Tyson Stengel. Oh, I
6: forgot about Stengel. Sorry. Tyson
2: Stengel's got to well, be in there, is he ahead of those two? Well, he kicked... Yeah, I reckon he probably is at his best. He didn't have a great year last year. He kicked 27 last year. Mm, um, that's who you're getting rid of. Well, I reckon. Well, Myers isn't a goal kicker. That's the problem. Myers sets it all up for him. So I, I think if so you get Stengel close, I think Stengel close okay. gets the nod for me. But but Myers Myers might en- Myers he might oh. end up being the most. He had me worried there. I thought he might oh, no. have been delisted or something. But uh, um, Myers might become if Geelong had to push back. Myers might become one of their most important players. Mm. And Stengel,
6: year. if Stengel can get back to 2022 well, level. Spot on. There's a lot of them that were down. He was probably one of the more so notables.
2: I'd go with Stengel and close. Okay, I'm happy All with right. that. All no right, uh,
6: The Gold Coast Suns, mm, so they've God, got some yeah. options. My word, though. Uh, so one of Wispy's favourites, uh, Ainsworth. Yeah, he, well, he gets
2: excited. I Ainsworth. He gets excited by it. He does. It. He told us that. He, he He's excited I mean, to watch him play. He does. He gets excited, <laughs> he by, excited by Ben Ainsworth. Well, that's good. <laughs> Everyone has their favorites. Oh, uh, well, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Mel- did Tim explain why he gets? No,
6: uh, they just said the top five players uh, you like watching not from your club, and hmm. one was Ben Ainsworth. Okay, good. Uh, Malcolm
2: Roses. Yeah, well, he's very exciting.
6: And the, the next big thing potentially. Well this yeah go on.
2: Bailey Humphrey. Oh well he fits into your where does he sit? Is he well, a I'm small fort? I'm not convinced forward? he's a small fort, to be honest. Well, he takes a lot of, he does a lot of his best work above his head, the yeah, kid. I don't think he is a small fort. I
6: wouldn't have him as a small well, Why'd you mention him then? But I was just because I knew you would. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think he qualifies. Why not? He's far taller than 180. Well, he's 186. Start. So he's too on... tall. He's too tall to not be a
2: small, small forward. forward. So get him out of the mix. Not um, a small forward. No, you've got to go with uh, Ainsworth and Rosas. Mm-hmm. Ainsworth and You yep. know the Giants.
6: Oh, well, oh, tell so you what. Special, they might yeah. blow them out of the water because they've got Toby Bedford and they've got Brent Daniels.
2: Well, Bedford bobbed up last year, didn't he? I mean, he, he was fantastic. He only kicked twelve, year. but I oh. think uh, if he builds off that season, then mm-hmm. uh, Daniels and Bedford—the one that we're not allowed to mention to buy Because
6: hes not a small who we're
2: not allowed to mention, even though he's at one eighty-two and just breaches the one eighty centimeter mark that With... Keithy laid down last night <laughs> as I think the it's measurement. think you very much. Uh, set down as the measurement last night. So you have got Stengel close, mm. Ainsworth Roseass, yes, and Daniels and Bedford. I.
6: I... Think the Giants oh, duo just get the chocolates, for me. She whiz. So we're gonna have six. So what we're we gonna do? We're gonna have. So obviously doing no, three I'm teams No, I'm going a day. with the Pussy
2: Cats. Mm, okay. I'm going with Stingle. Oh, and we're close. gonna have to put that out for a poll. Can you put that out to poll? Yeah, we'll put that at poll. Can you we'll go bring to poll results for us?
6: tomorrow?
2: <laughs> I'm going Stingle close. I, I reckon mm. they got the runs on the board. Toby Bedford, you can't just have one look at the ice cream. And then be considered uh in the elite have Well, a... I think
6: Stengel's only had one lick of the ice cream. Well, that was twenty twenty two. Yeah, but he kicked twenty yeah.
2: he still kicked twenty-seven last year. Yeah. Injured, in, wasn't he? In not, all he all... Injured not all about goals, as I Wasn't he injured last year? Not it's all certain... about goals, pressure. pressure's pretty important. It certainly
6: Getting helps. Getting
2: up and back. Yes, it does. Mm. We understand that. And thanks to the corn last night for pointing it out with a wonderful piece of observation about Lockie Schultz. That's right. Um But it but but having said that. Hitting the scoreboard. At it's important.
6: Scoreboard. No, it is important. What were you okay. saying?
3: Injured? Yeah, it wasn't. Didn't he? Didn't he spend some time on the? Uh, Who's that? Stingle. Didn't he?
2: Last year. Uh, not, yeah, not offering no, he any a, excuse, he, uh, but he had he had a, Yeah, it, right, A little yeah.
3: break in his arm mm. early in the season. Yeah, he just so didn't get going. Have,
2: no. Well, that might have uh, well, if you break just...
3: your arm. It's, <laughs> it makes it <laughs> problems.
6: I'm not saying when he had his arm broken he didn't get going. I mean when he came back.
3: Well, you've had a spell and could some lingering effects. So you need to take that into account when you break.
2: <laughs> well, you've got two arms and two legs. They're fairly important uh, tools for a footballer. And when you break one of them. You've still got 75% of the rest of the capacity. In season. I think you've got to give the bloke, cut him a little bit of slack. Okay, we'll put that out
6: to poll. Right, Giants Norris. v. Cats. Uh, hot property segment as well. Continues for O'Brien. Real estate, if you're selling your home in 2024, OBRs. Uh, O-B-R-E is the place to go.com.au. We've done the Tigers today. Three options. Joshy Gipkus, Noah Bolter, Liam Baker. Absolute smashing. The Tigers fans are up and about for the return of Josh Yeah, Eegipkis, of course they would be. 75%. He's going to be the mainstay of that defence, potentially. He's going to have to be Sam DeConing-like to do that. Yeah, that, like That's difficult. It's going to be – He's effectively a second-year player because he missed his second
2: year. Yeah, that's true. Um, he he looked terrific last night. Yeah, he look, he's going to be a good player. Yeah, he's going to be a good mm. player. I think – Do they swing Bolter back right, when Lynch is back? You, can, you know they're reluctant to do it. I reckon they've all preseason they've yeah. been planning on being a bit more dynamic and potent ahead of the footy. And he poses a lot of the preseason conversations mm. I reckon would have been, let's just roll the dice and back this bloke and – he can't He's stop watching beginning. himself. He's oh, watching himself do an interview with ah. Jason Tatum's father, Justin Tatum. I oh, yeah. can't pull even hear it. It's on
3: ESPN. I'm just, just upset himself. with you know what I'm looking. I'm disappointed. What is that, Clarkie? Our man. What? Surely he gives me a tap on the shoulder and said, "Hey, oh. pull your pants down." Why does talent because always blame the producer? for You got for that? socks sticking out. of your Just look down. You the can shorts see. look. They, they, they're almost. They're not long pants. They're sort of long shorts. Three white legs too.
2: Yeah.
3: Sports day. Quality interview though. Up next.